the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good son Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. Uh, I love the weekly specials at DraftKings. You know, puts on their website every single week, and you go game by game in the NFL. They get really creative with some of these uh, around, uh, you know, combined rush yards, receiving yards, receptions, or in the case of this one, touchdowns, and it's player props. And you know we can't resist a player prop. So uh, looking at my Chicago Bears, uh, they are hosting the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday, uh, and it sounded like Kyler Murray may be able to return to action this week, so that uh, changes the mathematics quite a bit for this Cardinals franchise, but we're going to zero in on James Conner, the Terminator, and Darnell Mooney, 1.5 combined touchdowns, and if the over hits on that, it's a cool plus 140 there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, look, uh, you look at the season game long for James Conner. He's got one, two, three, four multi-TD performances. We know that he is a touchdown machine. He has scored in every game but one since week three. So he should be good for hitting the pylons at least one time. And honestly, I think it's going to be a multi-TD game because the Bears have really struggled uh, defending the trenches. They're giving up 4.43 yards per carry, the running back position, north of 100 rush yards per game just to RBs and myriad touchdowns as well. And they look at Darnell Mooney, um, you know, whether it's going to be Justin Fields, and more likely it's going to be Andy Dalton. Uh, Mooney has been taken off. Uh, He's blasted off to Mars, and, you know, he could break a long one against a secondary that's oftentimes played soft this season for Arizona, and you expect the Bears to be scoreboard chasing. So uh, I think there could be you know a couple of touchdowns alone from James Conner, and then you add in the possibility that Mooney could break a long one, which he typically does once a game, sometimes for a touchdown, other times for not, but decent shot of crossing the chalk 4-6. So, Luddy, what's your gut feeling on this one? James Conner and Darnell Mooney, who's been a money man here these last couple of games, uh, crawling over one-and-a-half combined touchdowns at plus 140. What combined? I mean, shoot, man. Like You just said it. Conner could do this by himself, doesn't even need Mooney. You know, he's just looking over at him like, yeah, I know uh, you're supposed to be a part of this parlay, but just, you know, sit down. Don't hurt yourself Uh, because that's exactly what Connor does. He scores touchdowns. So, yeah, I love the idea of this as a weekly special. This would be one, Brad, that once the touchdown totals start to populate, when we get into the player props here over the course of the next like 48 hours or so, I might go and look and see what the odds are on Connor to have two plus just by himself. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's going to be a, a fun little number. Probably like 10 to 1 be my guess. Maybe 8 to 1, something like that. I would think I would think you could get it at, at at least plus 750, if not higher. Yeah, I, hopefully uh, that is indeed the case. And, you know, don't be at all shocked uh, if he has a multi-TD game yet again against my decrepit Chicago Bears. With that, let's get to it here on this Hockey Hump Day edition of the pod with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy, uh, we have got a buffet of sports betting 
goodness here on this Wednesday. Let's start off in the world of college basketball, and uh, it is an exciting slate tonight. we got the ACC Big Ten Challenge going into night number three. Uh, We've had some remarkable games. Uh, Duke absolutely shitting the bed in the second half last night. 0.67 points per possession scored in the second frame against Ohio State after they had a commanding lead and just pissed it away in the waning moments, and I lost that wager. I had Duke minus two. I also had uh, the over alt line, and that hurt. I had it at 140, and nobody could spit in the ocean from two feet out for long stretches in that second half. So, anyway, that's long in the past. We're going to focus on tonight, and I'm going to go out west, and I am going to ride the Highlanders of UC Riverside, plus 12 and a half in Oregon, in Eugene, to take on the Ducks who have been uh, not so impressive this season. You look at Oregon, number 261 in effective field goal percentage defense. And, hell, they're number 143 in effective field goal percentage offense. So Dana Altman's team has stumbled out of the gates here so far this season. Riverside, you know, they got that noteworthy win against Arizona State on a three-quarter quarter uh, at the buzzer. That shot draining and winning it, uh, you know, back in early November uh, and I, I think uh, ultimately, you know, they're going to keep this one nice and snug in terms of uh, three-point percentage D, only giving up 22.9%. They're, meanwhile, shooting over 38% from downtown. Uh, they lost by 13 at San Diego State. Uh, they lost by 17 at St. Mary's, but they played a challenging schedule. If Fling Cameron can come out and drain some triples, which he notoriously does, he's shooting at a 48.3% clip from along the perimeter, along the arc, I think uh, they're going to get the cover here, and Oregon's going to win this thing by just single digits. So, again, give me UC Riverside plus 12.5 on the late-night tip against the Ducks. Minus 110 at DraftKings. Fade or follow, my man. Screw the Ducks. Screw the Ducks. I mean, what what more analysis do you expect from an Oregon State grad, Brad? I mean, I would like to be able to sit back and break out the abacus. I'll even get one of those fancy, you know, graphing calculators from Texas Instruments. You know, yeah. I'll be back TI-85. in the day. TI eighty five. Yep, I'll I'll break one of the, I'll do all the analytics that you want in the world. We'll break down the big man fast break points, points off turnovers. We'll do all that. At the end of the day, screw the Ducks. That's that's how I feel. So. Uh, I, I will go with UC Riverside. I will follow you on this one, my friend, simply because I love anything that I get to pick against Oregon. <laughs> Turn the ducks in a fog. Riverside. Number four. All right, let's go to the NHL. Let's drop the puck and make some bucks. Lundy, it's a hockey up day. What's your best bet tonight? Oh, Brad, let's release the Kraken. Uh, The (laughs) Kraken will be on the road to take on the uh, Detroit Red Wings uh, tonight. 7.30 puck drop on the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, And we're going to focus in on the total with this one because I'm shocked right now that you can get this at five and a half. Um, That's where it is. We are taking the over, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and we are taking it comfortably. So Uh, this is this is, for example, I'm probably going to put together a couple of different hockey parlays tonight. I'll have another pick, uh, another pick for you coming up in bonus time. But uh, this is going to be a part of of any parlay that I do. I'm that confident that this total is going to hit over the five and a half. Couple of reasons why. Uh, First of all, uh, Seattle's goaltending. Not so good. Uh, Philip Grubauer, especially 
uh, expected to get the start for the Kraken. He's giving up a 3.03 goals against average. Uh, anytime you start to see a goaltender with a goals against number that is above three, you know that you've got a problem. Second reason why, Seattle is over in 14 of their 20 games so far this season. Detroit is on a back-to-back, and the last five times that the Red Wings have played the second night of a back-to-back, all of the trends are pointing towards several pucks in the back of the net tonight. I frankly think Seattle will win. They started out last night at plus odds. They were the underdog. It is now swung in Seattle's favor at a minus 120. But I want to jump on this one at five and a half before it has a chance to creep up to six. So we're going to take Seattle and Detroit over five and a half goals. Oh, let's do it. Uh, Sound the horns. Sound the sirens. We need some goals in that hockey matchup. Number three. All right, let's move on here and uh, go to the NBA. I'm going to work in a player prop that I find uh, ultra sexy, and it's Tyrese Maxey over eight and a half combined rebounds and assists at plus odds. Oh, yeah, let's get seduced by the Jews. Plus 105 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Maxey taking on the Boston Celtics tonight. And look, he's been over this eight and a half combined rebounds and assists total in 10 of his last 13 games. Hell, Lundy. He has had nine assists alone in three of his last five in the month of November. He averaged a combined 9.5 rebounds and assists per contest. And you look at Boston, number 16, middle of the pack, an opponent uh, of rebounds per game. Uh, Number three, though, and fewest opponent assists per game. Still, Maxi getting a ton of tick, 37.3 minutes played per game in the month of November. And based on the recent trend, uh, I think it's going to be double figures again and combined rebounds and assists. So Tyrese Maxey going to take it to the max on the over 8.5 rebounds plus assists at plus 105 at DraftKings Sportsbook, my man. Yes, I'm going to follow on this one as well. Been having fun with Tyrese Maxey player props. I've done them a couple of times yeah. uh, on the television show on You Bet Tonight uh, over the course of the last few weeks. Uh, as Philadelphia, I mean, you know, part of the reason why, obviously, is they were dealing with, you know, injuries. They're dealing with COVID uh, issues, know, COVID issues, all yeah. those kinds of things uh, to start off the season. And so Maxi was kind of the guy that was left. Uh, he was, you know, he was basically their only play when it came to scoring, when it came to dish and the rock. And then because of that, he also was managing to sneak some rebounds in there as well. So uh, he has yet to hit a double double uh, this season. Um, you know, he's come close when it comes to his assists and his rebounds. And as a matter of fact, in the game on Monday against the Magic, uh, he finished with nine, nine and eight as we go points, assists and rebounds. So this is a guy that's kind of doing a little bit of everything yep. for Philadelphia right now. So I like this as a uh, as a prop to put those rebounds and assists together. Solid number. I think you're right. I think he gets to double figures combined. Pad your bottom line with a little maxi. Stay tuned for our top picks in college basketball. Looking ahead to Thursday night football as well. Plus, oh, you know it, bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get to the college hardwood. And you know I love home dogs, especially quality home dogs. And this is uh, one of those instances. Give me Providence tonight. The Friars hosting Texas Tech. And the Providence team... Uh, is Ed Cooley and company uh, collecting three points here. That's what they're getting tossed back by the odds makers. So the plus three, very attractive. Pull this one from Caesar Sportsbook at minus 110. You look at Providence, 
uh, this season, uh, they can really get after it uh, when it comes to protecting the glass, which is going to be paramount for them because Texas Tech is number one in the nation in offensive rebounding percentage. Uh, Santos Silva, number two in the country in that category individually. If they can protect the rock as well, Texas Tech is coaxing a turnover on 26.5% of opponent possessions. That's number five in the nation. And they can bring it from three because that is an area of weakness for this Red Raiders team. Number 264 and three-point percentage D, but Horkler and Reeves can really light it up from way downtown. And you got the home crowd environment plus, you know, similar to uh, what we saw the other night with Iowa and Virginia. Uh, and Virginia getting the cover, if you got in early at plus two, Iowa got the win on a last-second block from McCaffrey. But the best win for Texas Tech this season Northern Florida, Lundy. So that North Florida win, that's their best opponent they have played, and that's a 200-plus Ken Palm-ranked team. They played nothing on the road. They haven't held them. even played a neutral court game. So this is their first big test. Meanwhile, Providence has already got a monster resume win on the road at the Cole Center against the Wisconsin Badgers. So pulled all together, and I think Ed Cooley is one of the best tacticians in college basketball I think the Providence, a plus three here, is the play in hell. I may even sprinkle a little action on the money line as well. So feed or follow the Friars, plus three at home against Texas Tech, minus 110 at Caesar Sportsbook. See, I just want to pass. Can I pass? No, I wanna, you can't pass. Wanna, oh, you can't, you can't straddle the fence. You gotta, we got to push you off one way or the other there, Humpty you Dumpty. Are, you're, you're rude. That's what you are, man. You're just, you're just rude. You're in a bad mood. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. If, if, I, if I have to, I will follow. Uh, and it's because Tech hasn't played anybody. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, uh, which it, it, uh, is Nate Watson going to show up for Providence? Uh, because in the game against Virginia, he did not. Uh, the entire was, team didn't. They got their asses kicked in that game. Well, but that, but as Nate Watson goes, the fifth-year senior, so goes Providence. So that's why I'm asking whether or not he's going to show up because it all seems to correlate together. In that game against Virginia, he had, what, eight points, something like that? Yeah, he did play fifth, well. You need a fifth-year big man to come through because I think that shit's contagious, man. I think it helps out <laughs> the rest of the team. So if Watson can perform, basically, if you take the Virginia game out, he's been great. But if he can perform – then I think Providence is going to be fine. I'll give you a little bit of a TYG, trust your gut special, and the fact that they're at home and Tech hasn't played anybody. But that's also one of the reasons why I kind of want to pass on this one is because Tech hasn't played anybody, so I kind of want to see who they really are. And this is going to be their first big test, and they could come out uh, and 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 perform really well and surprise us. So that's why I'm like, yeah, it's probably not going to be on my betting card. But you know, because of the you know the the crap nature in which you develop this podcast, and you made me make a decision. Damn it, <laughs> so rude. Well, look, uh, I, will, Friar, I, will I will say this: Friar Dom alone, the mascot for Providence, who is, I believe, uh, Satan incarnate. I mean, it's oh, just yeah. death behind the eyes. Uh, he will spook Texas Tech enough that it will will Providence to a cover. I, I, I will would not, I don't care. I don't care if I don't care if you're Steph Curry. That mascot will throw you off if <laughs> you're shooting cre- free throws. It's creepy, bro. It's so creepy. And Providence gonna creep up on Tech. Number one. All right, let's move to Thursday night football. We got limited props out right now because there's so many question marks uh, with myriad injuries and, and a COVID outbreak impacting the Dallas Cowboys. They're not going to have Mike McCarthy on the sidelines, but we got Dallas, we got the Saints, but one 
Anytime touchdown props showed up, and it's one I was waiting for. And, uh, you know, you look at Sean Payton, he's been mum so far, and who's going to start, but all indications are pointing to Taysom Hill uh, being under center for this Florida lead team, desperate for a win, and I think he is going to score a touchdown in this game. Anytime TD right now at DraftKings, an extraordinary plus 275 Lundy. So, again, assuming he does get the start, I think Taysom Hill will splash six. Uh, you look at his four game stretch as a starter last season he averaged 9.8 attempts per game on the ground and he scored four touchdowns in those four games uh dallas has only given up four rushing tds the quarterback position but they have allowed well north of four yards per carry to running backs and that's effectively what hill is in those rpo situations so if and i know this may be a giant if uh, the Saints can actually get the ball inside the red zone. I, I think you're going to see Taysom Hill pull a Jalen Hurts, pull a Cam Newton, call his own number, and find a way to plow into the end zone and score us a winning ticket here. And at plus 275, it is absolutely irresistible in my mind. So fade or follow, climbing up on Taysom Hill. Uh, is he going to get an anytime touchdown? Again, at that plus 275 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Well played, Peter Gabriel. Um, I you. will. Uh, I'll roll with it because I love these plus odds. When you can grab an anytime touchdown like this, and I think part of the reason it's so high right now is because it isn't quote I'm using the air quotes here official right, uh, about right. who's going to be starting at quarterback. But uh, I think that's the reason why. I think that if Sean Payton were to come out at some point today and say Taysom Hill is going to start. Uh, the game, I think this number would come down to probably a plus 170, maybe, maybe, maybe lower than that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you're going to lose uh, at least uh, a magnitude of one on your return here if it comes out and he's named the starter. So if it hasn't happened yet, if by the time you're listening to the pod, if it hasn't been made official or anything like that, I would go in and jump on this one at the plus 275. Get yourself the potential of a nice payday. Because uh, again, I, I, I think if he starts, I think he's going to call his own number. I think yeah. it's going to be just like you said, Cam Newton time. Take advantage of the value now. And uh, what other values? Maybe some hidden gems do you have on your betting card tonight, Lundy? It's bonus time. Enlighten me, my man. Well, we talked about Seattle and Detroit getting plenty of goals. I also expect the exact same thing to happen uh, in Anaheim uh, between the Golden Knights and the Ducks tonight. Uh, these are two teams uh, that if you just look at the way the trends are going, everything would point towards you to take the over on five and a half goals in their contest as well. So uh, grab those individually, decide to parlay them together, whatever you would like. Uh, and then looking at a hockey player prop, Brad, yeah. which we don't do very often uh, because it is sometimes difficult to be able to predict these kinds of things. Nathan McKinnon, the star, will return for the Colorado Avalanche tonight. They are on the road to take on uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, and it's not often that you can snag a guy like Nathan McKinnon uh, at only a minus 115, but that is his odds to have an assist in this game tonight. If you go back and look at the game log prior to his injury, this is a guy that has, uh, that has tallied nine assists prior to when he got hurt. And in fact, he was on a streak, I believe, of seven straight games with an assist. Uh, at one point, he's been struggling to score, but he has still been involved in the offense for the abs. So at minus 115 for him to tally an apple, uh, I will take it tonight as I think he is going to be anxious to be back on the ice and back skating with this team.
All right, let's uh, head to the NBA for me and my first bonus time offering a Drew Holiday. Oh, and hopefully we're going to celebrate with a winning ticket on this over four and a half rebounds against the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte dead last in the NBA in opponent rebounds per game. So, again, they've allowed the most in that category to the opposition. Uh, and you look at Holiday, he has been over this in five straight contests with the Bucks in nine of his last 12. So I think it's uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. I can't count uh, one tick higher in Spanish, but uh, I believe Holiday uh, will cash in again on that over four and a half boards against Charlotte. Uh, let's go back to college basketball. Uh, again, another home uh, points offering, another home dog here that I think is going to earn its sausages. Give me Oklahoma. I got it at plus one and a half. I'm seeing the line down now to plus one, so almost a pick em against visiting Florida. Uh, I think Porter Mosier's club's got to get this thing done, though. OU this season, number two in the country uh, in two-point percentage offense, setting 61.8% inside the arc. Uh, Tanner Groves has been amazing so far this season, a guy that's shooting 38.5% outside and 68.1% inside the arc at six foot ten, and he's got a wonderful bushy beard to boot. A lot of senior leadership on this team with Goldwire and Gibson and Harkless. They have the experience. Florida also very experienced. They're starting five seniors. Uh, they do have a marquee win on a neutral floor against Ohio State, but they have not played a true road game. That changes tonight, Norman. I think Boomer Sooner again gets it done in the waning moments of that contest and wins straight up. And then speaking of straight up wins, uh, Big Ten's been dominating the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Only a couple losses so far. Uh, Give me the home teams on the money line and a couple of them. Michigan State, I think, wins straight up against Louisville, what will be a hard-fought game. Uh, And same uh, idea applies to the Maryland Terrapins at home against Virginia Tech. And again, these games are going to be nip and tuck. They're going to come down likely to the final ticks on the clock. But I think the Terps and I think Sparty will secure the victory in the end. If that happens, plus 180 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. So there you have it. That is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Action pack for sure. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevas. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Helps us out tremendously. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.